This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. These guys are good. Scary good. Happy Halloween. We actually have a special holiday episode. This is our Halloween episode. We're going to be in costume. Halloween is awesome. It's just awesome. There's no need to wait for a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Mike Danger. Maybe I'm turning into a zombie like from that EAS test that got sent to our phones earlier. Excellent. I feel fine. You feel fine, right? We're not turning into zombies anytime soon. Gene Battaglia. Oh, gosh. It's a snake massacre. Yeah. So I have snake skin and guts and everything. I like perfect for Halloween. Gross, Gino. Gross. You know, he's obviously has skins on the wall. Spooky. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Sam Laporta. Touchdown, Leonard Fournette. The NFL trade deadline. We have a trade to announce. Rangers finished off the D-backs 3-1. They grab a 2-1 World Series lead. James Harden is on his way to the Clippers. Let's go, Amherst. The 100 grand bar. Happy Halloween to you, my friend. Happy Halloween to you. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan. Rochester. Halloween episode of the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia, and it comes on NFL trade deadline day. Welcome on in. We appreciate you checking us out at 95.7 FM, AM 950. The Fan Rochester sounds best in the free-to-download Odyssey app and on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. And our live video stream is up for you now at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch. Neither Gene or I are in costume today. Does that mean that we have no soul? We have no spirit? I mean, even Dandelorian came dressed in costume today. I was thinking of maybe dressing up as an old man and bringing in a bag of Werther's and handing him out and just embracing oh, it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just the instead creepy of, old man. Instead just, of standing yeah. for the show, we get you a rocking chair there in the corner. You can just sit and rock in your chair and hand out Werther's and originals. now I'm the grandfather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where did that stem from? Didn't you say one year on Halloween that you're a big Werther's guy? I said I like butterscotch, and I like Werther's, not realizing, not remembering that those old Werther's commercials really don't stand up today. Yeah, come here here and sit on my lap, (laughs) little boy. Let me give you a Werther's original. Yeah. Well, Halloween is one of our favorite days of the year in the sports bar. We'll we'll, we'll get to uh, plenty of NFL news today with the trade deadline here uh, approaching less than one hour from now. And joining us later this hour to talk about the Buffalo Bills, uh, Matt Perino in the Syracuse Post-Standard. Yeah, so we'll talk to Matt uh, in regards to uh, what you know the task at hand here is. Certainly Cincinnati, big, big task for Buffalo. Uh, the Bills, a little bit of extra rest coming off that win over Tampa. But I think we can say that Buffalo is not playing their best football, uh, certainly in these last three games. Heck, you can even go back to the Jacksonville game. This has been a rough month of October, right? So we'll talk to Matt Perino, how the Bills turn this around, and does anything happen here in the next 57 minutes? Matt Perino coming up at 325. Also on tap at Three Heads Brewing, cranberry grape sour ale, tart cranberries, New York State grapes coming together to make a delicious treat. Get yours at Three Heads Brewing on Atlantic Avenue today. Uh, joining us in the 4 o'clock hour. That'll be Amherst head coach Seth Apper, who uh, the Amherst right now in first place. Uh, so that is certainly a welcome. Now, uh, divisional foes coming in uh, as it will be uh, Utica and Syracuse, Syracuse Wednesday, Utica Friday, and then at Syracuse on Saturday. So kind of an interesting three game setup here. Um, also, it's been kind of a 
Kind of a down week for the sport of hockey. Seth addressed this in his press conference yesterday. So uh, Seth Appert, who does hand out full candy bars as well. Also team 100 grand. I, I like that Seth and I park our cars in the same garage. The 100 grand bar is the superior Halloween candy bar. If you're getting 100 grand, that's worth 100 grand. But it's not easily accessible. I think of all the ones that are easily accessible, the Heath is certainly. Are we doing some power rankings today? Yeah, you know what, Gino? I I mentioned it yesterday. I I haven't been in consumption mode for Halloween candy the way I have been in years past. So rather than do a power ranking of the the Halloween candy this year, rather than share my take on the power ranking, I want to open it up to everybody, give everybody the opportunity to, to be a part of, of our annual tradition here. We're going to draft our Halloween candy dream roster, like free agent style here, like uh, like DFS style. You have a $15 budget. And oh, I put, one of I, these grids where like you, yeah. can, you, know, you could take three candies so they're worth five, or you could take 15 that are worth one. You got it. All right. You all got right. it. Now, you just mentioned one, and I'm, I'm looking at my, my tiers here, and it's a glaring omission. I've got to find a place to put your Heath bar, because I agree. That belongs somewhere what? in the tiers. I don't know how I missed it. I don't know how it did didn't make it in there. Is Werther's on there? I did not put Werther's no, on there, but I can make that change very quickly. So we'll get to the uh, the candy, the Halloween candy roster building uh, coming up here later on in the sports bar. You can also join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line 866-4FAN, 866-4326. Award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub in the new location at 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, goodsmokebbq.com. Yeah, Dom writing in already with the Werther's mention, I couldn't even get my Gino joke in. Happy Halloween, Jets. <laughs> Dom, that's what they call a preemptive strike. I took it off the table. All right, so there you go. Uh, all right, let's uh, get to the news of the day because there, there's plenty. And, and I think it started with a lot of optimism this morning. Uh, right around midnight, I think it was one of the NFL insiders reporting that the Bears get granted permission, to, uh, their corner Jalen Johnson, to seek a trade. All right, so... Listen, because we all don't want Chicago Bears football. See any good? He's good. All right. Yeah, he's good. He'd be an upgrade. He'd be an upgrade from he would. He's not uh, what Trey White was at his best, but he's better than what you have in Dane Jackson. And I'd say he's probably just a notch above Christian Benford. So, again, what, what direction are the Bears going in? Because I would think they would want to build around a guy like that if they're trading a second-round pick today for Montez Sweat. So. I think that what the what if I'm guessing what happened here is the Bills probably looked at what they've got in terms of draft picks. And and it's I don't think it's any coincidence. You see a lot of teams making – the teams that are making the deals, the, the, like the Bears they have and the Seahawks, they have extra picks – to give up. They've, they've acquired picks through trades that where they just have a surplus of picks. So giving up a second rounder for the Bears, for Montez Sweat, which is what they did today before the trade deadline, and you've got all this cap space, it makes sense if you're the Bears. Hey, he's on his final year of his rookie deal. Give up a second round pick. We immediately improve our pass rush. Montez Sweat comes into Chicago with six and a half sacks. The Bears as a team this season... Have 10. He'll be all right in Chicago. And and if they choose to, at the end of this year, extend him, they they have the right to do that with all the cap space that they have. But for a team like the Bills, I imagine Brandon Bean saying, you know, we're probably going to get a comp pick, a third round comp pick. So can we get, can we get Jalen for Mm -hmm. a a third round pick? And the Bears probably said no. They probably said no to that. So that's my guess as to why the Bills haven't had a trade get done just yet yeah or right so they if if the price is right they'll move him which maybe that is a third round pick we've also had the speculation it's been nothing more than speculation that hey uh deandre hopkins could be moved or oh did you see demonte adams last night well again it's just outside speculation at this point and i would ask anybody that that's asking about deandre hopkins like did you watch Tennessee last week? Did you see their young quarterback? Is that real or not? Well, it's only one game, so we can't answer that. But I'll tell you this. If you want it to be real, you need parts around him to help him out. And I would think that even though when Tennessee maybe gets good someday with this quarterback, 
that maybe DeAndre Hopkins will be moved on by that point. No, I would not move DeAndre Hopkins if you're trying to develop Will Levis. So things change rapidly in this league. I'd be shocked if DeAndre Hopkins got traded this afternoon. I'd be shocked if Devontae Adams got traded. In fact, I, I believe we're hearing that he's not going to be traded, even though he's and he hasn't requested a trade. Um, but one reception last night in that uh, loss to the Lions on Monday Night Football. You can imagine that he's starting to get frustrated with his lot in life there as uh, Jimmy Garoppolo struggled, the offense struggled, and the Lions moved to 6-2 and two after winning last night. We have a move sending a quarterback from Arizona to Minnesota. So the Vikings get their potential short-term replacement here for, for Kirk Cousins for the rest of the season as Josh Dobbs is being shipped north to the Minnesota Vikings. So that whole thing was weird yesterday where Gannon, the new head coach of Arizona, comes out. And it, for, from what I watched, it wasn't like the Cardinals were terrible offensively. Uh, is Kyler Murray going to be back? We're not sure. But in the event that Kyler Murray isn't back, uh, we're going to start this, this no-name quarterback, a fifth-round rookie. What's this guy's name? Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. Will likely get the start on Sunday for Arizona. Yeah, so... Okay, you're just using this as an opportunity to look at Clayton Toon, or maybe just yesterday they knew. All right, we're shopping around Dobbs and see what we can kind of get. I mean, it's not like they got anything. It's it's a pick swap. They they get a seventh rounder back to Minnesota with Dobbs, and the Cardinals uh, get a sixth round pick. So this also, I think, keeps the door open for Kirk Cousins to remain in Minnesota if they so choose to re-sign him. <laughs> depending on how it all goes, right? Like, boy, that was an emotional injury. You you heard the head coach, and it seems like the locker room really loved Kirk Cousins. So for him to go down the way he did against the Packers on Sunday is a big loss, and, and maybe, just maybe, they have designs on keeping him. Josh Dobbs is not a long-term solution. Josh Dobbs might be your solution in the end to what some Viking fans want. A resident Viking fan, Dan DeLorean. Sidebar, today is his Super Bowl. Today is the day he dresses up. Last year, he was the guy from Liberty Mutual there, yeah. all dressed up. And Liberty, Doug. Yeah, he, Liberty Mutual loved it so much, they retweeted. I'm like, wow, you're getting some national play there, buddy. Uh, today, Dan was a, was a ref. Yeah. Yeah, I just, okay. He's got more spirit. He's got enough spirit for all of us, let's face it. Halloween spirit, Dan DeLorean is overflowing with it. He comes in in costume, and I know a lot of people will come in to work today in costume, and they're in that spirit, and... Gino, I, I don't know what it is this year. I, the only thing I thought of is maybe I'll grab my horse mask and I can do a couple of segments with the horse mask on. But then I know it would sound crazy. It'd be all muffled. It'd be me inside of a horse mask all afternoon. Nobody wants to hear that. Why Why do you have a horse mask? Because I'm a horse. Because hmm? I'm a horse. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's why I have a horse mask. I got to get back to my point. My yes. point about the Vikings. Yes. And Dan is a Viking fan. That's how we went down this rabbit hole. The Vikings should be tanking. That's what Dan's take is. Like, there are so many quarterbacks, and we talked about this yesterday with Russell Brown. This is the best since the Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen draft, where, hey, maybe you can get a quarterback at the end of the first rounder. You don't have to be picking the top five to get a franchise quarterback. And if you're a Viking fan that's been kind of stuck in the middle here, like, honestly, like, Kirk Cousins is going to lead you to a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins is, he's Mr. Average. Like, yeah, he's going to. He wasn't average this year. I mean, this year he was leading the league in touchdown passes. He was early in the season leading the league in yards thrown. But I mean, like he, very he was, true. And he had an incredibly boneheaded play where he forgot how to play football, and manage a clock against the Chargers, and blew him the game. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think that uh, the way they talked about Cousins lends and and the the re, the. I mean, look, they they could have gone out and gotten a Jameis Winston as an example. And you would look at a Jameis Winston in Minnesota if he succeeded down the road, and you'd be like, well, Jameis Winston might be the answer. They don't want the answer. They, they have now a guy who is a, he's a finger in the dam. He's Josh Dobbs. He's going to, you know, be competent enough to maybe get him a win or two down the stretch here, and they could potentially bring back Kirk Cousins. Well, let's not bury the lead. What I'm excited about today, it's not Halloween. It's the fact that we get to pick a week, week nine game and survive That's or come right. back at four o'clock. Now, now, do you need more time? Because the, it feels like we have a little bit more certainty here in terms of who's going to be starting at quarterback where. We do. Do we 
trust these coaches. We're going to go over everything at about 4, a little earlier than that, 4 o'clock hour. Yeah, right around 4 o'clock. We'll get to that. Uh, The other deal that has been, uh, the other deal that's been uh, done here in the last uh, half hour or so is uh, the Niners acquiring Chase Young from the Commanders. We mentioned Montez Sweat leaving the Commanders, Chase Young being dealt from the Commanders. They're getting a, a third round pick in return for Chase Young. That's it. You have Chase Young on one side and Nick Bosa on the other side. Whew. That uh, now, so the Niners, like the Bills, five former first round picks on that defensive line. Ugh. And uh seems like to me the the commanders are tearing down if they're sending out sweat for a set. I just ask, you know, why, well, probably they're looking at what we invested and this isn't good enough. So let's just kind of start over and not pay all these big salaries here at this position. I mean, you, you had the, the Seahawks yesterday acquiring Williams from the uh, Giants defensive tackle. They gave up a second for that. Sweat goes for a third for to the Niners, like the uh, NFC West. The Niners, the Seahawks, it, this could be a, a you know a slugfest here down the stretch between those two teams, and and they're 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 acting like playoff contenders, playoff teams here at the trade deadline, acquiring pieces that they that immediately make them better. Uh, one other minor move, you kind of forgot this guy was still in the league, Donovan Peoples Jones. Mm. He uh, goes from the Browns to the Lions. Not sure what the Lions are giving back, but I'd be surprised if it's anything more than a pick swap. Yeah, and if you watched any of that Lions game last night, boy, how how spectacular was Jameer Gibbs? Oh my God! Like for all the heat that that organization took for for you know acquiring Gibbs in the first round, 152 yards on 26 carries. 37 yards on five receptions. He's got a gear that you just don't see that often in the NFL. He looked special last night. That was that was a, a pretty good breakout performance by Gibbs. And look, the Lions, it shouldn't have even been as close as it was. They went one for five in the red zone last night. A lot of field goals in that game, but they get the win 26-14. Gibbs was outstanding. Uh, Sam Laporta getting into the end zone for uh, Detroit as well. So uh, the Lions right now, I think, are the Vegas favorite, but more they have the the uh, shortest odds to win their division uh, in all of the uh, all of the teams that are in first place right now in their division. The, the Lions are going to win the NFC North. Yeah, it was. They had some red zone issues. It really wasn't wasn't a clean game last night, but it was just good enough and. Jimmy Garoppolo can barely move at this point. So I know Adams was upset in that game, but I'm like, he's kind of useless out there. So I, I don't know why the Raiders aren't just shipping everybody out here. Because, well, actually, I probably do know because the head coach and the GM want to keep the jobs. And, like, you you know, they, they're not going to just kind of swap. Unless they had assurances that they're going to be beyond. That's also a big part of, you know, trade deadline day, trying to figure out what the internal <clears throat> agenda is. Like, if you're Brandon Bean, you don't have to worry you're all set. You can kind of act freely. Same with the Niners management, like good management. Guys that are in like win now mode, I can't like lose any more games. What am I doing? There's uh, some security apparently in Washington if you're sending out guys like that. But when I'm looking at a team like the Raiders, they should be trading away talent and rebuilding here and trying to find that quarterback and no, uh, not so much because the guys are trying to save their own job. Yeah, I'm wondering what what happens in Washington because th- this does look like a fire sale. It looks like all right, we're we're going to move on. I mean, if you're if you're Ron Rivera, you're a defensive minded head coach, and a couple of your pieces, your best pieces, just your message got stale on them. I don't understand. You, these are guys that you brought in, and now they're not there. They're gone. They they uh. They become somebody else's problem, I guess. But there's still some game left in Montez Sweat and Chase. Chase Young, I, I have to imagine the defensive rookie of the year is still somewhere inside that player. Well, and, and, and it could be the owner, too. And how do I know the owner gets involved? It has nothing to do with Washington. The evidence is actually in Philadelphia. Sure. Josh Harris, if you didn't know, owns the Commanders and the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know if you saw this note. Like, finally, after months and months and blah, 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 and James Harden got his way, he got dealt to the Clippers. Apparently, it was the two owners hashing the deal out. 
It was Harris calling up Steve Ballmer, the owner of the Clippers, and getting the deal done that way. Nothing like, hey, your G- our GMs can't you know, handle this, so let's do the deal ourselves. Unless that's the owner just saying, okay, enough. And I'm wondering if Harris is actually going to be one of these types of owners with Washington be like, we're paying these defensive linemen for that? Get them out of here. Well, I think that's just smart business, right? I mean, you, you know, you want value wherever you can find it. The Bills have done a pretty good job of securing their talent at a value price. I mean, when you look at what Josh Allen makes now versus what the rest of the league is paying their quarterbacks, Josh Allen presents a pretty good value. And you got in front of that. If you're Brandon Bean, you know, hey, we need to restructure Trey White last year. Hey, we need to restructure Deion Dawkins this year. We need to kind of continue to find value where we can get it. And um, they've done a pretty good job of, of it, the Bills have. Uh, But no action today at the trade deadline. As of right now, we've got about 40 minutes left before uh, we get to the official NFL trade deadline. And and the Bills, as of right now, haven't been able to get a deal done. Which, not surprising. They didn't have a lot of cap room. Oh, no, no. They they made their move today, Danger. Leonard Fournette officially on the Uh, practice squad. Yes. Kendall Vickers released. We were uh, wondering about that as we were signing off yesterday because it was John Warrow of the AP who, you know, pointed out correctly that he hadn't officially signed, that there were all these reports out there, but he hadn't officially signed. Now, now we get word today that he has officially signed. He has officially signed. So So there you go. We're uh, we're on uh, Twitter, X, at the fan Rochester, uh, Yacht Rock John, Captain Obvious, sending us a tweet. Happy Halloween. A Milky Way bar pairs nicely with three heads, cranberry, grape, sour, and a sugary sweet block of Yacht Rock. Oh. Very good, John. I appreciate that. And maybe I'll try that pairing here later tonight when the kids come home and I apply the candy tax, take 30 to 40% of their haul from the neighborhood kids. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll be picking through and sorting through and, and getting my favorites out of that. LeBaron tweeting at me, have you seen this yet? Yeah, LeBaron, we talked about that yesterday. The uh, and, and there's another development in the story here, This uh, the, the death of Adam Johnson. Right? Yeah, you know? I, and I don't really, LeBaron, want to see that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, don't. <laughs> I don't really no. want to see that. I've heard enough about it, and it, it's a terrible story. To see it, to me, is like, mm, nah, I, I'm okay. If I don't see that video, I'll be all right. Appreciate that, though. Uh, All right, let's get to Matt Perino of the Syracuse Post Standard. He's going to join us next. We'll talk about the Buffalo Bills here on trade deadline day, and we'll look ahead to Sunday night's matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Matt Perino, the Shout Podcast, Syracuse Post Standard, NewYorkUpstate.com, joining us next in the Sports Bar Danger and Bataglia on the fan. Surprise your loved ones with a gift of self-care by giving your loved ones a gift card from the spot to Del Monte. This November, for every $250 gift card purchase, we receive an additional $25 gift card. A gift card allows that special someone to indulge with one of their signature spa treatments, bask in their salon services, and treat themselves to the many luxurious products in the spot to Del Monte's boutique. Visit them at the spot to Del Monte or purchase a gift card instantly at DelMonteSpa.com. Odyssey has sports for every fan keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts a-u-d-a-c-y odyssey baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. NFL Drake deadline coming up at 4 o'clock. So far, no moves involving the Buffalo Bills. The Bills did not make 
It did make official today the signing of Leonard Fournette to the practice squad, releasing Kendall Vickers. The Minnesota Vikings have been active, acquiring quarterback Josh Dobbs from Arizona for a pick swap. Guard Ezra Cleveland going to the Jaguars. The Commanders sent Montez Sweat to the Bears for a second-round pick. Chase Young going to the 49ers for a mid-round pick. Brandon Byro gets called up to the Buffalo Sabres. We'll talk to Amherst head coach Seth Appert next hour. The Amherst in action tomorrow night against Syracuse. Game four of the World Series tonight in Arizona. Texas leading the Diamondbacks two games to one. Gene Taglin, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, the fan Rochester. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, the fan. Rochester. It's always a challenge playing against them. We played them obviously in the playoffs last year. It didn't go our way, so you know we're going to watch that film and see what we can do to correct some things, and I'm sure they're going to do the same. Um, it's going to be a fun matchup, man. This is what the NFL is all about. Each and every week you have a new challenge, and uh, you got to say this is our biggest one yet. Uh, Sunday night and going into Cincinnati and, and having to, uh, to play against the electric offense. Here's Buffalo Bills safety Micah Hyde talking about Sunday night's opponent in Cincinnati, the Bengals and the Bills. Game you'll be able to hear on the fan Rochester with kickoff just after 8 o'clock. A pregame coverage getting underway 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. We welcome in covering the Buffalo Bills for Syracuse Post Standard, NewYorkUpstate.com, the Shout Podcast. Matt Perino on trade deadline day in the NFL. Matt, we'll talk plenty about Sunday's game, but it is trade deadline day, and the Bills notoriously have made moves uh, pushing right up against that 4 o'clock deadline. The name that we keep hearing the Bills involved in, and I know you and Ryan have been talking about it all day, tell us a little bit about where we are with Bears corner Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I think it's a little bit complicated because you obviously have a guy that could come in here Uh, immediately make an impact. And listen, I've been talking about it all day with our insider text group. It's like you're not comfortable with where you're at at the position right now. I mean, you can't even get Kyrie Elam on the field. Dane Jackson and Christian Benford, listen, there's a comfort level with both of those guys, but there's also a ceiling to both of those guys. And the the gauntlet that they're going to play over the next two months of quarterbacks and offenses, it's like it's a little bit scary. And both of them have gotten dinged up at times over the course of their career. So going out and getting a guy like Jalen Johnson – makes a lot of sense. The complicated part is, A, the compensation reports are coming out that, you know, the Bears' asking price might be a little bit high, so high that Jerry Jones uh, decided to step out of the mix uh, for, in the conversation, which is always telling. So that's a piece of it. How much, how high is Brandon Bean willing to go because, with compensation? Because on the other side of it, you're going to have to give him an extension. Now, what does that mean for Tredavious White? Are you willing to have two guys with 15 plus million dollar cap hits on the roster for 2024? Probably not. So if you make this move, you know, might be the end of Trey White and Buffalo. There's a lot that goes into this and who knows, maybe even if you don't make this move, they're headed in that direction. It's hard to say, you got to see on the other side of this thing, how Tredavious White's, um, you know, rehab goes and where he's at. Um, it was a long process to get back from the last one. What's that going to look like? There's so many moving parts in all of this. Yeah, and so Matt, there's a lot of rumors and speculation. You got to be careful today with, uh, you know, making what well, we used to say, look for the check mark. You can't do that anymore. But Matt, the question is this: like, what uh, if anything else is kind of sort of real right now in terms of the Buffalo Bills? Are you hearing anything else uh, here as we're approaching the four o'clock deadline? Well, we're not in the building today. We haven't been in the building for a couple of days. Um, I saw the Detroit press conference where. They're supposed to talk at three to Dan Campbell and the general manager has popped in to give a little bit of a, a trade update. I thought that was entertaining. Um, but no, I, I think Ed Werder, I trust him as much as anybody has been in the business a long time, says that the, uh, the bills uh, are one of two teams that are or two, one of the two teams that he knows of that are, that are, are talking about corners. And there's been multiple reports about the bills being active in that market. And I, and I get it. Like, I, I think that there's a serious, like, if you look at all the position groups, you can make an argument for linebacker. I know there's always an argument to be made about adding uh, an offensive weapon, but I think that they're higher on their offensive weapon groups. And now this, you know, the outlook on the heels of the last two weeks of Dalton Kincaid may have been enough to quell any concerns about adding another, like, bona fide star on, on the offensive side. And I think going out and getting a corner 
It's it's important. I, I I and this is coming from somebody that thinks that for the most part, Dane and Christian Benford can do a good job most of the time. It's just against those elite offenses, adding a, a potential um, bona fide number one corner. Like you don't get that opportunity too too often. Uh, but again, there's a lot of things that go into it. So, Matt, if we're allowed to kind of like speculate here, what do you think the Bears want for Jalen Johnson? And what do you think more specifically the, the Bills are willing to give up? I, I just think to myself, all right, they're probably getting uh, a comp pick here for, for uh, Trey, Trey, uh, Tremaine Edmonds and him going to Chicago. I mean, this almost breaks out where you would be like, all right, well, you ended up getting Jalen Johnson for Tremaine Edmonds when it's all said and done. If if you're able to trade that third round comp pick to Chicago. Right. Yeah, they gave up a second to get Montez Sweat. So I'd imagine that, you know, earlier in the week reports were like a third and a day three. Maybe they're trying to hold out for a second to replenish after giving that one up to go get Montez Sweat. I'm not sure. To me, that's too high because on the other end of this thing, you're going to have to pony up a a very huge contract for Jalen Johnson, who, while is super intriguing, and I think all of the things that I've read about him from a scheme fit, from a player fit, it's all good things, but it's also a, sh- a small sample size of where he's been playing at this level. You know, the first couple of years, it took him a while to find his footing in the league. Now, part of that could just be playing for a really bad Bears defense, and he's just grown and um, into his own. I think adding Tremaine Edmonds to that group, as even though the advanced stats show that he's not been very good this year, you know, he's played a lot of football and he's a really good player. You know, adding those kinds of players to your defense probably – elevates the level of play of a couple of, of players. And I think coming over to Buffalo would be a, a surge for him potentially because he'd be playing for the best defense that he's played for in his NFL career. But again, a second round pick to me on the other side of that, having to then tr- pay him, that seems like a, a steep price um, is Kyrie Elam in the deal. Like that's another piece of this that I think is really interesting. If he's not, is he going to remain on the roster? I would even understand keeping him on the roster. Like, I know I, I tweeted a couple of days ago that we probably were headed towards the end here, the fact that Josh Norman got a jersey over him. But at the same time, this is a crazy league, and you're two corner injuries away from, like, having some real issues at the depth of the, of the position. And as much as maybe they don't believe in Kyrie Elam, you, you might not have a choice. I mean, you might have to just trot out Josh Norman for 100% of snaps and I know that they made him active the other day, but I don't know if they're eager to put a 35-year-old in a, in a every-snap situation if, it, if the injury bug hits them. Yeah, we're talking to Matt Perino, Syracuse Post Standard. Uh, the Bills did make a move this week, Leonard Fournette on the practice squad. So w- once a player goes on IR, man, I know it's tough to kind of get information, but do we know anything at all about you know the hope for Damian Harris here? I mean, is this kind of a tell? And I, I guess your thoughts here on... You know, how long do you think it would take to kind of onboard a, a player like Leonard Fournette into this offense? So before we get to Fournette, breaking news, Ian Rappaport says that the Bills are trading for Packers cornerback Rasul Douglas, mm. who, interestingly enough, this was a guy a couple of years ago, Ryan and I had talked about as a really nice target for the Bills. And to me, this is a deal, uh, if it ends up being true, which I imagine is Rapp's uh, super plugged in. Um that makes a lot of sense because everything we just talked about with Jalen Johnson, you don't have to really do with um, Rasul Douglas. This could be a one-year kind of situation. I don't have his contract up right now, uh, but a veteran guy, he's played eight years in the league, uh, seven years in the league, excuse me, and he's played a lot of games in this league. 57 starts, 96 games overall. I think it's a really good scheme fit. Uh, this was like that that second tier of deal like it's not the huge splash but it's it's somebody that comes in and arguably is their best cornerback on the roster right now and as 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 we're seeing that as that tweet goes out we're also getting other insiders saying well after a day of exploring jalen johnson is going to stay with the chicago Uh, bears so you can imagine that there was probably some going back and forth between brandon bean the bears and the packers knowing that at the end of the day we're going to get a corner to help bolster this roster yeah and it's like Jalen Johnson, it's funny. I just saw a clip from Tyreek Hill about uh, how he ended up leaving Kansas City. It was a clip from a podcast or something, and he said that uh, his agent just went to Brett Beach and like tried to kind of like hold him up for a new deal. And you know, sometimes it's about striking while the iron's hot. And maybe one of the holdups here is just that there is not a big enough sample size 
to go out and commit that kind of money. It, it just kind of feels like a, a bit of a rushed holdup type of situation where maybe if you're not comfortable with that and you can't find a number and, uh, or, or even if maybe on the bills and they weren't comfortable even giving an extension, there's that piece of it too. So uh, I think this, they, they go out and they, get, they add a corner, which I think was very important with the depth issues. Um, I'll be interested to see what's included in the deal once more of the details come out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cap-friendly, Matt, at least for this year. Rasul Douglas, uh, this according to SpotTrack, uh, just a little over a million dollars in base. Now, next year, his base it's, is at 6.25. I guess we'll worry about that in, in 2024. But the fact that you know it's, it's the Packers who have to kind of absorb the uh, signing bonus that they gave out before the uh, 2022 uh, season, um, that's an interesting, uh, I, I, I mean, would Bill's fans just be kind of satisfied if that ended up being it today, Matt? I think, I think the answer would be yes here because, uh, at least gives you another option here, as you were mentioning at the corner position. Sorry guys, I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking here, getting a story up on the side, talking to you at the same time. No, I think that this is, um, the more you think about this move and the more that you, uh, take it in. I like the setup of the contract numbers that you just kind of laid out. I think it's a, a it's still going out and addressing the need, but it's not putting yourself in a, in a bad cap spot moving forward. Like we talked about this, you know, going back to the off season, like the, beyond this season, there's plenty of problems uh, that Brandon Bean is going to have to solve with the way that this roster is constructed, where money is currently uh, placed. I mean, we talked about Tredavious White, but we also have this kind of, really hazy picture of what the Matt Milano injury is like. What's the rehab going to be there? That's, they're obviously invested in him for multiple seasons. And with another restructure of Deion Dawkins, I'm not suggesting that they'd be looking to move on from him, but the more restructures that you do, the more you're tied to some of these players long-term. And as much as it's about this year, of course, like they're, they're trying to fortify this, this roster as much as possible. You asked about Leonard Fournette earlier. I, I really like the addition because, you know, it was interesting some of the guys that really do a good job uh, evaluating the tape mentioned the struggles that Latavius Murray had against the, the Buccaneers on some of those short yardage situations. I think a fresh Leonard Fournette who gets probably the month of November on the practice squad to really get himself comfortable and into the swing of things with the Bills hasn't played any football this year. That's one thing. And you got to get up to speed, but he's going to be fresh in December. And I feel like adding a fresh, uh, Lombardi Lenny, if you will, into the mix there for December and January, that could be the kind of boost for a run game uh, in, in the tough part of your schedule when the weather kind of turns. I really like that's an under-the-radar kind of signing that it reminds me of a way, and I'm not saying that he has the same ceiling as Leonard Floyd, but the same kind of deal where it could potentially yield really great impact for very, very low uh, cost. Matt, we want to be respectful of your time, and we know that this is breaking news that you want to get out to your uh, your audience as well. So, b- before we let you go quickly, uh, you know, I'm sure the Shout Podcast this week with Ryan, you're going to spend plenty of time, you know, breaking this deal down. We don't yet know what what the Bills are giving up for Douglas. Uh, I'm sure we'll find that out here over the course of the afternoon. But what else you got working here at NewYorkUpstate.com that we can follow along? Listen, we're, you want to get over to the Shout uh, um, YouTube channel because today's trade show is going to go live at four o'clock. I, I'm, I don't want to break the news here, but maybe I'll give a little bit of a spoiler, if you will. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in, we're going to be in full costume boys. Oh, so oh good. Halloween the, the spirit. Live, I like it. The live video show. It's going to be worth, worth your time. Yeah, we have no spirit on our show. Man. I don't know we're what happened to us. Inside, Jen, yeah. What really happened to us? Like, <laughs> is it? It's it years of marriage. Is it years of working together? Our our spirit is dead. Our our Dandelorian, our, our our bounty hunter of the finest audio in the galaxy, who works with us here, is dressed as a referee. He's got more spirit than both of us combined. Listen, I've been out to the to, to the to the pubs with you boys in the greater Rochester area, eating uh, some garbage plates, and listen. The faces that you both made while consuming those plates, you, you got plenty of spirit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in the wrong place, Matt. So <laughs> Matt, uh, I know it's busy. Thanks so much for your time today, bud. You got it, boys. Take care. Right, there he is, uh, Matt Perino, uh, joining us with breaking news as we're having our conversation. It's Rasul Douglas. Uh, corner from the Green Bay Packers to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and uh, just uh, we're hitting refresh, refresh, and uh, no word on the uh, 
compensation, but the idea danger that the base was so low. I mean, it made it very attractive. And if this goes to plan, he's corner two, is he not? Opposite Christian Benford? Yeah, and I think right away he's the best corner on the team. He's so, the, be- he's the yeah. best active corner on the roster. Yeah, I, I really think that Brandon Bean knocked this out because I asked the question yesterday when, okay, you're bringing on Leonard Fournette, and as far as running back two, that's an upgrade over Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray has a role, but let's be honest, it's Leonard Fournette, better player. And Just ask the question, will the Bills have another upgrade? And lo and behold, I think the answer is yes here. All right, we'll see what that compensation is. If I had to guess, I'm saying it's a third. I'm saying that that, that comp pick that they're probably going to get for Tremaine Edmonds uh, will be the you know the third round pick that they'll uh, give up to Green Bay. Uh, for Razul Douglas here. We'll, we'll see what that compensation is and keep you posted on that. The the Buffalo Bills are indeed active before the trade deadline here 20 minutes away as they get Rasul Douglas from the Green Bay Packers and a little help and depth for their cornerbacks. Uh, all right, let's uh, do all drink to that next in the sports bar. We've got some takes on tap. We're going to do our uh, Halloween candy dream draft. We've got a budget, a $15 budget. I've got my tiers set up, Gino. And in, this is interactive. This isn't about me you know, telling you my favorite candy. This is us drafting our dream candy team for Halloween. I think Russell Brown yesterday, having him on draft expert, but you know, he's an open lions fan. He's excited. He should be. Everybody in Detroit should be happy after he can't even say generations like a lifetime, right? Of not enjoying football out there. They get to, and I'm just wondering, Oh my gosh, have we lost our, (laughs) our spirit here? When I hear somebody like that out in Detroit, well, I think we have lost our spirit. We're not in costume today as we had garbage plates in front of us. Maybe our spirit would be a little bit lifted, but uh, yeah, right now we we were defending Rochester. We were champions for Rochester. When Matt, that's where our spirit is. Our spirit is, is bleeding into the city. That's what we do. Uh, I'll drink to that is coming up next. Gino's got to survive in advance week nine, Pick for Survivor football coming up just after 4 o'clock as well. Thank you. We cannot lose this week, but do we make the choice today or do we pull the rare we have to table? Mm. Amherst head coach Seth Apper going to join us here in about a half an hour or so as well. Stay in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Get ready to start the NFL week off right. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Titans and Steelers. You'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York, refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Odyssey is your home for all the audio that matters to you. Download the Odyssey app today to listen to the sports leader, the fan, Rochester. Danger, I got the uh, compensation on the Douglas trade here. So the Bills pick up corner Rasul Douglas from Green Bay for a pick swap. So the Bills giving up a third here, which would be the Tremaine Edmonds comp pick. They're getting a fifth in return. Great. Fantastic. Just looking over some of uh, Douglas's career stats. The, 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 The guy checks all the boxes, including... Having once played for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> so you know he's just going to yeah. fit in perfectly with the Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah, he, he's got a, a pretty decent resume here. Started his career uh, in Philadelphia um, and has played in, in Green Bay here uh, since, what, the middle of 2021. I believe he was dealt by Arizona in the 21 season to Green Bay. 
where he's been playing since. Michael F. Florio, who we've had on the show before pointing out now, I'm, I'm the first to say PFF, uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. Douglas is the 10th ranked corner in the NFL, according to PFF. He's your corner, too. And I think Matt was like a half step ahead here of all of us on this. The, if you bring him back next year, that's it for Trey White, right? Are you giving him Trey White's money next year? <clears throat> uh, well, he's. I think it's $11 million on the uh, against the cap next year for Douglas? Nine. Nine? Nine, according to SpotTrack. Okay. Um, th- there is a bit of a history here with Razul Douglas. And we, we spent some time yesterday talking about Leonard Fournette and his history with Shaq Lawson. Uh, oh, last year, last year when the Bills played the Green Bay Packers, there's there's video circulating of Josh Allen telling Douglas that he effing sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, well, it, so I'm wondering, you know, like, which, what is it? Welcome we, to the Bills, <laughs> and uh, hopefully, you don't effing suck anymore. Do you remember we talked about that with Allen at camp? Humble brag. We talked to Josh Allen at training camp. We had him on the show. And like talking to him in the context of, hey, the quarterback show, we see Moa Holmes jaw a lot. Do you do that? And he admitted, yeah, I don't like to, but, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, something will trigger me. Um, all right. I'll drink to that as we uh, approach the trade deadline here in about 10 minutes. We'll keep you posted as we uh, hear any more news, especially circulating around the Buffalo Bills. But we've got that compensation now for Rasul Douglas. It's it's Douglas and a fifth round pick coming to Buffalo for a third round pick to Green Bay. Essentially, the comp pick that the Bills got for Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. And uh, listen, don't anybody else tweet at me or say I, I've seen the video. Danger doesn't want to see the video. First take is about the death of Adam Johnson. It just one of the worst stories ever, right? And if you haven't heard, the former Penguins player was playing in England. Uh, this was on Saturday. A player who hit him, Matt Petgrave. He is under police investigation right now for a hit. Uh, the the blade hitting Johnson in the neck. Now come more details. Johnson's family was watching on live stream when this all oh, happened. I God. don't even know. I, I I can't even drop something that would be more of a nightmare than that. Um, well, in, in any story, is there something positive that could come out of this? Okay, I'm going to try here because we did have a youth hockey player in Connecticut pass away last year. Same thing. And everybody, oh, that's really terrible. That's really terrible. And did we do anything about it? No. So maybe kids, maybe we should actually make this a rule for everybody because apparently it's not that they can't wear neck guards. Like, I, I, I still can't believe that this isn't something that you would want your kid to to invest in there. Yeah, it's uh, I in LeBaron sharing us the clip that I, I honestly, I, like I was looking to avoid it. I've been kind of logging off of social media the last few days because I've lost some friends the last few days, literally lost them. Like it's kind of depressing when I go on and I see everybody's all my friends who are friends with the people that we've mutually lost and their tributes and everything. And oh, I, I every, oh, I see what you're saying. Everything yeah, is right. heartfelt and, and it really like it's, it's sad and I don't want, I, I want to, I want to be cognizant of what's going on. But at the same time, I don't need to feel any more down than I might potentially feel having lost a coworker and a former coworker in the last you know few days, and seeing all the tributes. It just it's too much for me. But then LeBaron, hero that he is, sends us just a clip of the guy. I didn't realize he was skating off the ice after he took the blade to his neck. I yeah. immediately thought, okay, he took a blade to the neck and he's down and he's out and he died on the ice. I didn't real like it's gory. I didn't need to see that LeBaron. Yeah, and it's it's nothing the EMTs could have done. No. Uh, these details from the ant telling uh the, the story picked up by Yahoo uh that completely cut his trach. That was it. So there's nothing you can do. <sighs> well, yeah, let's um let, let's see if the positive is more safety. The neck guards, uh, especially if you're talking about it at the youth level, let's let's make that a thing. I it, can I lighten the mood here, please. All right. So again, terrible story. Uh, Seth Appert, I want to get his thoughts. He'll join us next uh, hour on that. Um, much lighter note. Hearing our guest yesterday, Russell Brown. So Russell Brown, formerly of Cover One, now writing SB Nation or actually Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros too, and uh, just doing a great job. Uh, turning out content and figure, well, it'd be kind of a fun day just to, since he's got his first mock coming out and he's a Lions fan. He went to the game last night and he drew this analogy and the analogy 
is something that is so plain to us that it's become like, oh, the honeymoon's over. But that's exactly like what is that cliche all about? And it applies to Lions fans. And it's this. Hey, honey, we're at the height of everything and we're going somewhere we've never been before. And we know this is going to be great. And we're so excited. And you go there and it's great. And you come back and you can't wait to do it all over again. Danger, I know you went to Greece. I went to Hawaii. And you didn't know what it was all going to be about. And when you got back, boy, that was great. And that's what the honeymoon is. And that's what Lion fans are going through. And that's... Oh, look at our pictures from our wedding. Let's share all these pictures from our wedding. And let's continue to share our pictures from our wedding for the next six months after our wedding. Let's repeat the process as we welcome in our first child. into Like, there's a high that you ride when you first get married and you, you decide you want to settle down and have a family. And if you want to have kids and all of that, it, it it's... It's euphoric, it, and they yeah. say time goes by fast. It goes by super fast. You you blink and you don't. You look back and you're like, wait a minute. Well, what was my life like before this? Oh my gosh! Like I go back to that time. Like what would that be like going on vacation for ten days <laughs> and like and not having kids? What was yeah. that like? I don't even. Well, applying it to sports terms, yeah, that's where Lion fans are right now. They're all sharing everything. They're on this ride, and it's going to be great wherever they land. It's somewhere they've never been before. Winning a postseason game, that's pretty exciting. So here's my question, Danger. When did the honeymoon end for Bills fans? Is it over? I think it is. I think it is. I think it's the, this was a lot of fun, and then the... Oh, I remember this as a Buffalo fan when you have the stabbed right in the gut playoff loss, whether that's 47 yards on grass. I'm calling that kick something different because honestly, that wasn't a kick that Scott Norwood could make or whether it was a skate in the crease and that coward Gary Batman couldn't call anything. And here we are. And maybe this one was our own doing there. The 13 seconds to me, 13 seconds changed everything. So you think 13 seconds is the end of the honeymoon? Yeah. I do. That it's not going to get any better than 13 seconds. Or I'm just not excited about the destination, and here's why. Because when we get to the postseason, we're all going to be like, Ugh! Yeah. Again. Yeah. It's fun. It's thrilling. No, it's not. It is. Of course it is. It's that feeling, once again, of we don't know where we're going. We don't know where we're going to end up. We're going to go on, on an adventure. And we're going to have a memory. We're going to have a memory that we can cherish for the rest of our lives. It might not be, we'll have some laughs. We can look back and laugh at how bad the Bills looked against the Bengals the day after Mm. all of the stuff that we think happened, happened that we don't talk about. That will be something that we can look back and laugh at. It was an adventure. After the the Demar Hamlin scare and everything that happened that season, like the, you know, if you view it through the lens of this is all a ride, man, this is an absolute adventure. We don't know how it's going to end. We might pass out a few times on the ride, but we wake up and it's still thrilling. I'm I'm not willing to shut the door on the honeymoon being over just yet, especially. With Josh Allen as the quarterback, because I think he is the catalyst for the ride. He's the wild, he's the wild element, the wild card to to this whole mm. equation. That that you know you are going to go as far as he takes you, and that might be that's that's scary for a lot of people because there's some ups and downs in his game. But when you've got him and you've got a, a GM who today once again was aggressive, got something of need for the team. Yeah, I think you have a chance. I'm not going to say it, I, I won't go as far as say that. I don't think that might be the high, like that might be the high point. That might be as good as it's going to get. But it doesn't mean you can't go on that ride again and see where it takes you. You might be surprised. My honeymoon in uh, the Greek islands was fantastic, spectacular. Never thought I would top it. And then I went on a family vacation uh, a few years ago and we saw the Blue Grotto on the island of Capri uh, in Italy. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know that this is ever going to get better. So now let, let's find the next the, best thing. The Blue Grotto is fake. You know it's fake. It's lights underneath. I was it's a I, tourist trap. Totally, yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's no way. No way. There's no way that they can make something that beautiful in nature. There's just no way. Uh, all right, before we get to Gino's survive and advance pick coming up here uh, after we take our break, uh, we, uh, I didn't want to do 
uh, a power ranking this year because to be honest i haven't been in halloween candy consumption mode like i am usually around this time this you year. you didn't even bring in any candy today this is like a you're you're trying to be a healthier notoriously man. Yeah. sweet tooth i mean you know that you know during the pandemic i want to say that there was like a ba- leftover bag of dum-dums that was in the other studio and i went in there and i grabbed dum-dums by the handful and every day during the show i'm chomping down on on the dum-dum uh, lollipops and i've got you know i'm a i'm a sweet tooth i like sugar i like i like sugar more than chocolate now i've 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 already told my kids expect the candy tax tonight when you come home and you've you're dumping your candy all over the kitchen table dad's taking 30 percent, and i'm gonna have right of first refusal i'll give them a lot of the chocolate i'll take some of the sugary stuff I've put together a list of tiers, not a power ranking here. We're going to we're mm-hmm. going to create much like daily fantasy. We're going to try and create our dream roster with a $15 budget. Okay. okay? This is the Halloween candy dream roster on a $15 budget. Here is your $10 tier, Gino. Okay. Reese's Cups, Sour Patch Kids, Kit Kat, Snickers, and 100 Grand Bar. Okay. Your $5 tier, Skittles, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, M&M's, and Junior Mints. Go on. $3 tier. Oh, $3. All right. Heath Bar, Nerds, Starburst, Twix, Hershey Bar. Forget, stop with the Hershey bar. It's in the three dollar tier. I know nobody's like you should pay. No, shame on you. The one dollar tier. Twizzlers, Smarties, Tootsie Rolls, Werthers, and Dum Dums. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. Werthers, great value for one. Great value. Great value. And and if you're looking for value, there can be value found on this list. Mm -hmm. I've got my. I've got my team. I've drafted my team already. Uh, I'm going to go high end with a, a selection out of the $10 tier. I've got to go with the 100 gram bar. If I'm getting a 100 gram bar, I like my team. My, my, I'm satisfied with my team just knowing. I've, you know, like when you're drafting Justin Jefferson in the first round, you're like, how can I go wrong? How could it? Justin Jefferson is just automatic, even though he gets injured and you have yeah. to deal with that. But 100 gram bar for me, I'm good. I'm taking that in the $10 tier. What about you? Oh my gosh, I'm not taking any in the ten dollar tier. Okay, I'd like that. None of those ten dollar candies are worth having one instead of if I could have two. So, oh, so from the five dollar tier, talk to me. All right, I will take. What was the first one? Milky Way. Skittles was the first one yeah, in the five dollar no, tier. No, I don't want. Completely I just want. Pi- I just want some. It. Like, uh, I, I will take some uh, Milky Way. Okay, and I will take the Three Musketeers. Okay, so you've got two coming out of the five dollar yeah, tier. So, so that's yeah. Two thirds of your budget spent with Milky Way and Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go with in the three dollar tier. I'm going with Nerds. I need my sugar. So I've got hundred grand out of the ten dollar tier. Nerds out of the three dollar tier. You've got $5 left, Gino. I, I'm taking my Heath bar in the $3. Tier. Okay. You're left with $2 left. Are you going to go with another well, I'm going $1? My, I'm going with my Werther's. Okay. You have $1 left. I have $1 left. I should be able to buy something that you might not at the Mike Danger shop. I want a Butterfinger for $1. Can I buy a Butterfinger <clears> for $1? Oh, I can't believe I didn't put Butterfinger on there. Maybe it's because Butterfinger is terrible. No, it's delicious. You, you could have taken a Heath bar at 3 I did. Oh, you did take the I Heath did. Bar. That, was, that brought me to 13. And you would take Heath Bar and Butterfinger? Absolutely. Wow, toffee junkie over here. All right, I'm rounding out my roster with Twizzlers and Smarties out of the $1 tier. Lots of sugar, just enough chocolate with the 100 gram bar. I've got my 100 grand. I've got my Nerds. I've got my Twizzlers. I've got my Smarties. You've got who? I've got my Milky Way. I've got my Three Musketeers, Heath. I've got my Werther's, and I'm buying a Butterfinger. Okay, for a dollar. For a dollar. I think that should be the rule. Mike Who, Dandrew didn't put it on it there. Who's got uh, Who's got the best Who's got the best candy roster? It's not even close, dude. Like you, you blew all your budget on a hundred. Because hundred grand is elite. It's elite. It is. We, we, and you know how I know it's elite? Because Seth Appert is a hundred grand guy. Seth Appert might not come on the show because you should have banned the Hershey bar from existence. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we're loyal to the. If law I would put the theme. Hershey bar in the three dollar tier instead of. If I were to put Butterfinger in the $3 tier instead of the Hershey bar, 
Does that change your strategy? No, you should put the Hershey bar in the free category. I should like, just like honestly, it yeah, I'm just it, yeah. saying you're you're going to get Hershey bars in your Halloween candy. It's just it's inevitable. You're going to get it. Does the true Amrick fan say, "Kids, we're throwing that in the trash tonight"? <laughs> we're going to toilet paper the house of yeah. that of the the family that hands out the Hershey bar. All right. Well, maybe we'll put that to the Peter, the pollster, if you're listening. Let's see who has the better uh, candy team, Halloween candy team. I've got 100 grand nerds, Twizzlers, and Smarties for 15 bucks total. And Gino's got. I've got a plethora of candy. Milky Way. I got Milky Way, Three Musketeers, Heath, the Werther's Original, and I've got a Butterfinger. Okay. Delicious. There you go. Seth Appert, Rochester Americans head coach. Stops by the sports bar here in about 20 minutes. We take a break here and come back. And the trade deadline has come and gone in the NFL. The 4 o'clock deadline has passed. We will tell you about a move the Bills have made. Rasul Douglas coming in from Green Bay. What it all means and what the Bills are giving up and getting back in return on the way next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 